right, so hey everybody, welcome to this live recording of the She Shed podcast. I am your host, Janelle Ray in LA, and I am here with my lovely guest co-host for the evening, Miss Lori Love. Hey everybody. All right, awesome. And of course, you know our other host, Miss Arissa. She is doing well. I have heard from her. She's alive and well and will be joining us back on the shed soon. So continue to send her light and love and all of the positive vibes, and uh, we will be hearing from her soon. So tonight, guys, as per the usual with the She Shed, I know the last two weeks have been pretty heavy as far as topics are concerned. We dealt with um, mental health and suicide prevention last week, and uh, the week before that, we dealt with domestic violence and had different people on here sharing their stories and things that have happened to them um, in regard to domestic violence. So today we are back to our normal Friday fuckery and fun times. And, um, you know, we are going to talk about the Hotel Cecil. Um, That is a staple here in L.A. And let me tell you, I had no clue what the heck this was anything about it and let me tell you once i started digging um (laughs) i found this netflix documentary on it and it was called what was it like unsolved mysteries or something called the vanishing at the cecil hotel crime scene and we are diving into the supernatural today guys so get ready yeah it's so weird so Lori, you did a lot of the investigative work on this one, so why don't you just bring people up to speed if they have not heard of the Hotel Cecil, a.k.a. the Murder Hotel. That's Absolutely. what I call it. Absolutely. So the Cecil Hotel was started building in 1924. Um, by the way, I got this information from HEI, which is allthatsinteresting.com. Thank you, thank you. So the Cecil Hotel was built in 1924, and it opened its doors in 1927. It was built by William Banks Hanner. And supposedly this hotel was... So who was he? I don't know. Oh. All right. I don't know his name. (laughs) But actually the hotel was supposed to be built for... It was supposed to be a destination hotel for international businessmen and social elites. So it was open. It opened its doors in 1927. Two years later, uh, the world was thrown into the Great Depression. And so soon after that, the area surrounding the Cecil Hotel... Uh, would be dubbed as Skid Row, and we all know about Skid Row in Long Island. Yikes! So if you don't know about Skid Row, you're not from L.A., or you've been living under a rock for the past, (laughs) you know, 100 years or so, Skid Row is like World War Z. It is, you know, ground zero for homeless here in LA and it is more than just homeless because there's tent cities all over this this place, which is a whole nother topic uh, for another day, but Skid Row is where the homeless people live, uh, the drug addicts are, the mentally unstable, there are murders down there, disease down there, there is like, you know, the smell from down there is crazy. Um, you know, it's it's just not a good place that you want to be or a place that you want to be found uh, at, night. Stuck at night. <laughs> or get stuck in <laughs> at night. Seriously, you know, I joked around you know, telling a couple of my friends out here that, you know, when the kids get a little bit um, entitled, you know, I'm going to drive them down to Skid Row and everybody was like, oh, my God, no, don't do that. You'll traumatize them for life. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, um, but it's just that bad. And I personally had no idea that Skid Row has been around that long. I thought it was something that maybe started in the 80s or something. Yeah. 
All right, go ahead. Absolutely. So that became um, the meeting place for junkies, runaways, and criminals. Um, it really earned a bad reputation for violence and death. Uh, in the 1930s, there was at least about six reported suicides. Um, some of them were death by ingested poison, while mm. others shot themselves, slit their own throats, or even jumped out of their bedroom windows. Oh, God. An example of that were two military men that I saw. It in- indicated one army sergeant. He slashed his throat with a razor. Oh, God. So that's not even like something sharp. Right. It, that's not like a fast like and a easy slow death. Slow death. Absolutely. And um, another Marine Corps veteran jumped from the top of the Cecil Hotel mm. and was found on the skylight of a neighboring, a neighboring building. So that's... That's interesting because the top of the Cecil Hotel is where they found also um, that girl that the documentary was about. What was her name? Eliza. Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lamb. Yeah. Okay. So the, the Netflix uh, documentary really goes and dives into the Elisa, Elisa Lamb case, but there's just way too many things before this even happened. Um, the terror continues. A woman threw her newborn baby which she thought was dead, and she threw it out of the window onto the roof of the next building. And uh, another incident was a man who was just walking by the Cecil Hotel, minding his business, his hand was in his pocket, just minding his own business, and someone threw themselves off the ninth floor building and landed on top of them. Both of them were killed. Oh, God. Oh my goodness, it goes on and on, guys. And it goes on and on. So that's crazy. So there definitely has to be some sort of energy there that is like... Has to be. uh, That has to be. That's just not normal. Like, what the hell? Like, that's crazy, 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 crazy. So, you know, I I saw that you, you know, talking about that. That's insanity. You know, um... I know in some of your your research also, you know, you had mentioned uh, Richard Ramirez, who was down here as the The Night Stalker, and um, he lived in a room on the top floor of the Cecil, and... uh, with the Cecil Hotel, it's not only um, renting as hotels, but there were people that were actually living there. Mm-hmm. So they rented the room by the night, and they were actually staying there as occupants of the hotel. That's crazy. So he lived on the top. And like this is the craziest thing that you mentioned to me, is that after he killed somebody, he would throw his bloody clothes into the Cecil's dumpster and walk into the hotel completely naked or only in his underwear. And... You know, like, (laughs) yeah, were there no red flags at all? Hi, Yesenia. Thank you for joining us on the live recording of the She Shed podcast. If you have any questions or you want to jump in with anything that you think you may uh, want to contribute, just raise your hand and one of the other moderators will definitely let you come to the platform and speak. Welcome, welcome. So, yeah, I mean, that's a huge red flag. You have someone walking in naked, butt naked or in their drawers. They like covered in blood like you don't think to call the police or anything like that that's crazy he could have been caught a lot sooner if somebody was paying attention absolutely and that's just i don't know that's just weird to me closer to the mic yeah so that's crazy all right so another one that you mentioned about before you get into lisa lamb is um Elizabeth Short, otherwise known as the Black Dahlia. Black Dahlia. I have been like obsessed with the Black Dahlia since I was little. Good I named time. my current car Dahlia after her <laughs> because my current car is black and it's in L.A. So um, the Black Dahlia was a pinup in the 1940s and um, she was staying at the hotel in 1947 just before she was killed and mutilated. Um, 
They say it's not known whether her death had any connection to the Cecil, but her body was found on a street not too far away uh, on January the 15th with her mouth carved ear to ear and her body was cut in two. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was a reporter that maybe killed her, right? Didn't they find out something like that? I don't remember. I don't think it was solved. Oh, God. If I'm wrong, please pipe up. Let me know. Right. You know, I'll have to look into that. That's crazy. So let's let's dive into what. What's going on now? Like, what are you, what are you looking at to now? Well, before before we get into Lisa, there was also another mm-hmm. serial killer. His name was Jack Unter- Unterweger. That's um, an interesting he name. He would strangle prostitutes with their own bras, and he was also a resident of the Cecil Hotel. They tried to um, update the hotel by making it, you know, half the Cecil Hotel, and they renamed it to Stay on the Main, which right. was more like luxury type rooms. But they still had the same elevators that can still go to the Cecil Hotel. So it's still the bad elements of the Cecil Hotel still going on stay in Maine. So that that elevator was, those two elevators were awful. And that's what leads me into the Elisa Lamb story. Mm. So watching the documentary, it was about a woman who lived in Canada who came to L.A. And she stayed at the Cecil Hotel um, watching the documentary, I was just, I was just in awe, and I just I was glued. I couldn't I couldn't believe what was going on, and I'm like, well, obviously there had to have been someone there because if you look at the footage from the elevator, it's showing, you know, that she's looking at someone, like she's speaking, like she's seeing someone, and then mm-hmm. she's like furiously pounding on the keys to the elevator, like she's running like away, she's running away, but mm. you never see anyone in the frame. Also the video on the coverage from the elevator shows you can't really see the bottom where the numbers are it was altered it was altered isn't that crazy why would someone do that right i mean if you watch the the documentary the then manager there was absolutely bonkers i mean she i don't even she knew she was off she was definitely off because you know I don't understand, you know, the, the, the hotel gave the footage and, um, when they gave it to the police, it was, it was edited like that. Um, there's a time lapse there as well with the video. So somebody knew something, you know, somebody knew something, uh, what happened to this girl. Um, although they were saying that she had strange behavior, you know, but come to find out she was bipolar, stopped taking her meds, um, and they found that out through the toxicology report that she wasn't, you know, taking her meds. However, you know, what's crazy about this particular story is that the, the police were investigating. They looked where they found her. For those of you that don't know, she was found inside the water tower. And what's really gross is that people were complaining about their water pressure being down for a while. They were complaining about um, the, water was brown. the water was brown. So by the way, she was decomposing in there and they were like drinking and bathing in water that a I dead just, person was I in like, like gross. Um, so, you know, it, it has clearly, this was a huge hotel guys. It had 700 guest rooms. That's huge. Um, and in 2017, it was closed and, um, supposedly being renovated and redeveloped into a mix of hotel rooms and residential units, but it has yet to happen at this particular, um, you know, at this juncture, I (laughs) I am never, ever, ever, never going to stay there. Um, and there was a lot of things that weren't adding up either because, um, they found her in that, in the water Mm -hmm. thingy, 
But in order for her to get there, she'd have to go through the door, which there was a, a siren. If it was open, the emergency door that leads to the roof, mm-hmm. if it's opened, it'll make an alarm will go off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the alarm never went off. So that means somebody had to shut it off. Right. See, right? nothing's going to automatic help. Yeah. Nobody, somebody had to shut it off. That's crazy. Um, you know, it, it's it's crazy here. I'm just like looking up some more about this place. So it's like... You know, I've heard people in L.A. that are like chit chatting about it and they're all calling this the um, <laughs> the gateway to hell. Um, yeah. yeah, that was really, really crazy. Um, and for you AHS fans, American Horror Story fans. Oh, yeah. Um, the fifth season, I believe, was American Horror Story Hotel, which was based loosely off of this Cecil Hotel. So. And they recorded there. They did. Yeah, they recorded it there, which is crazy. Um Wow, that was really, really crazy. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, what else, Lori? What else did you learn about this this um, this thing here? So, Lisa Lamb wasn't the last story there. Evidently, there was um, a body found in the hotel in 2015. Wow. Okay, a man was reportedly he committed suicide. Um, it didn't go too much into what he did, but the body was found in 2015. Wow. So, guys, let's talk about it. Like, what is what is really, you know, going on at the Cecil Hotel? You know, to all of my spiritual, you know, peeps out there, you know, what is really, really going on? And looking at this this list of, you know, deaths and violence at the Cecil Hotel or Cecil Hotel, however you want to do it. Um, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um you know, that last one in 2015, he was a 28 year old man and he was found outside the hotel and some might have said that he jumped, you know, um, crazy. I wonder what's making these people jump. Do you think they seen something there? Do you think they felt a presence or there was something there that made them? Because a lot of people jumped out of those windows since it's been. Open. Yeah. I mean, people fell from the building, fell from the building. Um, Julie, Julia Francis Moore, she jumped from the window um that's crazy you know because people owed money like i think it's like negative energy that's drawing them because there's negative energy within them um i don't know if that makes any sense but i feel like that may be what's calling the people to this particular uh place here because you know wow it's just just reading this it's so sad so 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 sad And, you know, there's been lots of like ghost stories and things like that that people have shared. And there's a kid on TikTok. um, I got to find his name, but he actually lives across the street from Hotel Cecil. And he tried to fly his drone over there and there was an open window. And this was recently, like a couple of weeks ago, and it got like shot down. Like it wasn't allowed to get in the window. It was very creepy, um, very eerie. And you could see like the windows moving. I'm like, y'all need to leave well enough alone and, and stop messing with stuff. You don't know what it is. You inviting stuff to, mm-hmm. to mess with you. And um, this other, that kid on TikTok, his mom is a little person. I think it's so cute. But he lives across the street from Hotel Cecil and... Um, you know, he videotapes a lot of what my others might say is paranormal activity. Hey, YPG. Oh, he wants to raise his hand. Come on up. How you doing? Welcome to the She Shed. What's good? So what are your thoughts on this Hotel Cecil?
All right. Well, I guess that was that was it for him. He didn't want to talk about that. He uh, he's over it. Young prophet from Brooklyn. Okay, musical artist. Well, he came in and then he went back out. All right. Well, that's good. (laughs) So anyway, guys, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy town. I mean, I definitely y'all know me, you know, I'm a Jesus freak. uh, For those of you that know me, and I definitely believe that there is something sinister in that building. I don't know. I want to know. Who was William Banks Hanner and Charles L. Dix and Robert Shops? Like, who are these people? Maybe that will tell us to give us a little bit more of an insight on why these things have been happening. Yeah, like, who are they? What did they, you know, who were they? What were they into? Like, were they into something crazy? You know, what, what was what was the deal with them? Seriously. Seriously, guys, because, um, hmm. I mean, this story's been going on for a long time, but since the... Um, The Netflix documentary aired on February 10th. It's just been so much of an uproar now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whenever something is getting a movie made, people want to start digging into it again. I mean, the videos on YouTube are crazy. So this man, um, interesting. They are talking about uh, this man and... um, there's not much about him, to no, be honest. There really, isn't. there really is no. not much about him at all. I mean, he was born in ni- 1889 and died in 1966, but that's really strange that there's no information on him. That makes me wonder. That's very odd. Very, very odd. Very, very, very odd, people. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. So, guys, what do you think? What do you think about all this, Lori? It's it's kind of creepy, kind of scary, but also very, very, very interesting. Um, there's so many things that gone on before this Elisa Land case was brought onto Netflix. Yeah. Um, because of her, I guess that's why everything came out to light. But there was just so many things that happened before that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the Black Dahlia and with uh, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. There had to be something that caused people to... Oh, dang. There had to be something that caused people to want to, you know, go there, you know, maybe because it was like shady. But it was very cheap. The the hotel rooms were very cheap and affordable for people to um, (gasps) reside there. There was a lot of junkies, a lot of criminals that would go there. Um, That could be the reason why. Guys, I'm sorry. So interruption here, but um, wow. I just saw something that just popped up on my 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 internet, guys. So everybody that you know, if you're listening, you know that I am a Jeopardy nerd. I love Jeopardy, and I was heartbreaking when Alex Trebek died. But there was a young boy. His name was Braden Smith, and he was 24 years old and absolutely brilliant, and he died from surgery complica- complications. I am sad. This is the guy that I told you. I looked at him. Lori, take a look. And I said, he has Asperger's. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I guess that's gonna we're going to get into our talk spicy to me or to a spicy talk segment and um, see what, you know, see what the current topic events are, guys, because, wow, that definitely just popped up on my, oh, that makes me sad. He was so young and, um, wow, he had surgery. Dang. Oh, that's so crazy. 
he was a five-time champion and um he was very funny his humor his humor was very dry (laughs) (laughs) but he was very very brilliant and i am so sad so rest in peace to brayden um wow that's that's absolutely heartbreaking that's so sad he showed uh was last on there i think until i think it was january or so so guys let's get into it let's get into our spicy talk segment of the she shed so i'm going to bring all the latest uh latest news uh for the week and so the biggest thing that's been all over twitter that's trending everywhere is friend in my head kim kardashian has officially filed for divorce from kanye west and the pair are set to split a two billion dollar fortune and of course custody of their children you know Lori, what are your thoughts on that oh it's uh, (laughs) when it comes to kim kardashian you never know and she has been um, she has been doing some really great things, but I knew this wasn't going to last. That was just my opinion. You know? Why? See, but I, I think know. that people put that on them and put that in the atmosphere. They've been married seven years. That's longer than most people in That's Hollywood true. are married. I mean, I don't know. I wanted them to work out. I really did. I did, too. I, did too. I really wanted them to work out. They made beautiful children. You know, divorce sucks. You know, coming from a divorced household, divorce definitely sucks and... Um, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. And um, I'm glad that they're saying that the divorce has been all amicable and there's no drama and everybody's dividing everything. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I hope that, you know, maybe there's a chance that they can work it out. I'm hoping maybe they can. I, I don't know. I know that... Um, they seem amicable about everything. They do. They do seem amicable about everything. But, you know, I, I think that Kanye's latest latest um, turn um, to Christianity or return to Christianity um, kind of prompted the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's done some crazy stuff this past year. Um, you know, trying to run for president everything else i mean you know listen if we we had an entertainer in office for four years so i mean there's no reason you know hey if donald trump can do it i can do it right Mm. so i mean you know hello um you know um yeah i i just sending them lots of prayers and light and love and i hope that they can get it together i mean some of the things he was saying some people like oh it's crazy but not necessarily you know not necessarily at all they have um he says a lot of things that are are true and that we know you know as christians are true and believers but you know mainstream isn't ready for all of that um you know uh i wish them lots and lots and lots of (sighs) i wish them lots of love you know this is something that's terrible I would never, ever, ever wish this on anyone. And um, damn, yeah, I was you. rooting for them. You know, okay. I feel like that meme that says that we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Okay. Four beautiful children at that. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. So what else has been going on in the world today? Oh, let's talk about it. Bring it up. Ted Cruz people. Yeah. Shout outs to our, our listeners that are in Houston right now. We are praying for you you. all over texas louisiana all down south that is 
ill-equipped to handle this type of weather. We are praying for you and and praying for better leadership for y'all to absolutely help you out with this situation. Go ahead and talk about Senator Ted Cruz. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that are suffering in Texas, a lot of people without light, a lot of people without water. Um, You know, it's really sad to hear about that. But all the while, while everyone's suffering, guy Ted Cruz is in Mexico with his family and um, he wrote something today stating that oh his kids were off for the week and they wanted to go away so that's the reason why he's going and he'll be back but still he said he dropped off his girls lie look yeah he said he dropped off his wife and his daughters and that he was going to come back this is the same dude that wanted to build a wall for Mexico but yet you're going there and you want to spend money there why why if mexico was so bad pero like why are you going there <laughs> get to ase why are you going eating, there eating breakfast somewhere in mexico and i'm like wow um there's people suffering in texas people without water people without food people without electricity and you're living it up in mexico a place where you wanted to build a wall that is so okay <laughs> okay yeah like that is rich i mean Ugh. that that is rich you want to talk about privilege i mean come on that's ridiculous. You know, that's that's a whole nother topic has right any, there. Uh, anything to say or to chime in regarding that, yeah. please do so. Because chime in. We'd like to hear what you are saying for sure. Um, I think that it's it's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And I can't bring anybody in right now. The clubhouse has put me on pause for pinging too many people. Mm. Oh, poo. Oh, well. But, um, yeah, guys, I think that's crazy. Also, um, there's another, uh, in your local politics, there is, um, also it's the governor of Texas who is under fire as well for shenanigans. And I'm just not with it. You know, I have, uh, good friends that are living in Texas that are not, you know, that are not okay. <laughs> that are not okay. And people that are like neighbors, you're really seeing, you know, the love of humanity in this particular instance because you are seeing um, people with um, loving their neighbor as themselves. Like I just saw a post on Facebook where someone was um, <laughs> offering a generator to use like an extension cord from their generator into their house so that they can use their heater. You know, people are doing things like this. You're seeing it all over social media. And I think that that's what makes me proud to be an American. You know, um, as a woman of color, there's many things that I don't necessarily agree with in this country. But when I see things like this, it restores my faith in humanity. And it it gives me hope again, you know, for lack of a better term. It makes me think that it's okay to to you know, love your neighbor and not everyone is out to get you. And, you know, I'm you going to say this good people, yeah. you got your bad people, but Hey, I, I, I've seen American times where we all had to just come together as one, you know, like we're all going through bad things, you know, with nine 11, everyone was just, you know, binding together and just being there for one another. So I think when the chips, you know, do fall, mm-hmm. I think we are there for each other mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. But you know what the thing is with us here in the United States, we forget, <laughs> We forget what is going on. Yeah, sometimes before we can, you know, bind together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, man. Help one another. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just like, you know, I wish more people more people thought like that of really loving their neighbor as themselves, you know, and, uh, love is the ultimate rule of thumb. It really, really is. You know, I don't want to sound like a hippie, but that's really what it is. You know? Um, yeah, I don't want to even go into like world events because we keep it light here. We do talk about some heavy things, but, uh, we also, talk about fun stuff and I'm all about making fun stuff and ridiculousness so here's this guys how funny is this y'all know I love fashion um and uh this is just ridiculousness that popped up on my page there are sandals (laughs) sandals that are Birkenstocks right they are $76,000 Birkenstocks who are made oh. from the Birkin, the Hermes Birkin bag. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Wow. wow. They ripped apart four Hermes Birkin bags in order to create the sandal. Oh and they are priced the between 34000 to 76000 Wow. That's you crazy. For that put down payment for a house. <laughs> I don't know what house you buying for 34000 I said down payment. Um, <laughs> I didn't hear down payment, honey, but I'm like, uh, what house you buying for some 34th? You're going to live in a one-room mm-hmm. shack no, no, no. in Louisiana, backwoods, Louisiana, somewhere in the bayou for that amount of money. I'm just saying. But um, I think Birken, Birk, Birkenstock, I think those sandals are tacky anyway. Don't shoot me. White people of America, do not shoot me. I think those are the ugliest shoes known to man. They may be comfortable as all hell, but they are ugly, period. <laughs> Just like I think Crocs are ugly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. My husband thinks Uggs are ugly. No. But they are the most comfortable, comfortable things ever. Like walking on air. That's why I'm excited that I can still wear my Uggs here in L.A. Well, guys, you know what? We're not going to belabor it and be before you long today. That was pretty much all we had to talk about today. And you know what? We... um appreciate y'all and love y'all for listening remember to check out our blog my blog that is on our website at www.thesheshedpodcast.com you can find us on instagram at the she shed podcast 28 as well as on facebook at the she shed you can find my personal instagram handle at janelle ray in la and also you can find lovely lori on and her instagram handle is at lovely ma 81 and that's l-u-v-y no i can't even spell what wow (laughs) i promise y'all i haven't been drinking say it again for the people l-u-v as in victor l-y-m-a 81 81 yes guys if you have any questions if you have any um suggestions and what you want to hear us talk about please dm us yes messages email don't slide in my dms my husband corrected me for that (laughs) i've been saying the wrong terminology you may inbox me or send us an email email. at info (laughs) at the she shed podcast.com or send me an inbox but please do not slide in my dms i am married and happily so but you can slide in Lori's dms oh just saying i am just any saying ideas, any ideas that you may have for future shows and we mean we ideas to- for the show guys no ideas about sliding into her dms and what Lord, you want to do have to be clear these this day and age obviously right but yes if you have any ideas anything that you want us to talk about or 
any other ideas would be very welcome, then you can definitely inbox us or email us. Yes, guys. (laughs) And uh, hopefully, you know, by the next time, the next recording that we do, we will have our lovely, lovely, long-missed co-host, Miss Arissa, back. I'm not real sure, but... Who knows? Maybe we can keep your fingers crossed. We love you for listening. And until next week, guys, ciao. Have a good weekend, y'all.